JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Jules almost wasn't going to be here. I can't Almost. believe this. Don't be upset. Don't take it personally. I am, I am. I am offended. I'm glad you rocked up, but what has happened? Once you hear what I was offered, you'll understand Oh, why, the temptation. Yeah, you'll understand why I was tempted. <laughs> I was actually offered to become a sugar baby. <laughs> Familiar a with- sugar baby. Do you know there's sugar mama, sugar daddy? Yes. Um, how? Why? Got a message from a potential sugar mama. Oh, so somebody wants to take you under their wing uh, yeah, and to well, offer you a better life. A woman from Texas named Laura sent me a message. Hello, Laura. Hello, Laura. If you're listening, hello. Uh, she, she poses a really good argument. So I got this message via Snapchat. Random message popped up. Oh, you accept just any message on Snapchat, do you? Well, well I don't know how it got through. What do you, do you, can anyone add you? I don't, I don't think... know. I don't use the Snapchat. Okay. Well, I don't know. How does this work? I don't know if, I, if you accept. Uh, my settings might be wrong. Either way, I'm glad they're not because this offer is pretty damn good. <laughs> Too good. Um, so I get this message from Laura saying, Hi, I'm Laura, a sugar mama from Texas. And she cuts the chase. I'm looking for a mature sugar baby to spoil with $5,000 every week. Oh. Love heart emoji. I'm real and legit sugar mummy, and yep. I'm so generous to everyone as long as you are loyal and honest with me. Okay. No sex or nude pictures required, baby. Five grand is your weekly allowance. Are you interested to be my sugar baby? If yes, drop your PayPal. So I've heard of this. So these situations where you might just meet up, maybe give them a bit of company so you don't have to do anything sexual. Hang out with my sugar mama. Sugar yeah, mama just from maybe Texas. go to dinner and coffees with them. Yeah. Well, it costs a little bit to get over to Texas, though. Or does she come to Australia no, for you? she's very generous. She'll fly me over, I imagine. So okay, I, plus $5,000 in spending money. Is that Australian dollars? Is that US dollars? That's, I assume, US dollars. I'm yes. expecting about $6,000. $6, that's a good exchange rate? I think that's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with you it. You couldn't refuse that offer, could you? No, exactly. So I've sent her all my PayPal details yes. and, um, yep, she can... She can enjoy hacking all of my debts that I've got sitting in there at the moment. (laughs) What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Now, JB, I don't want you to get too excited, too starstruck, but you are looking at one of the newest members of the Armand Croissant Club. Here I am. What? What is the? I don't. You. You. Okay. So for those that don't know, please bow to Jules, your mercy. Jules is bilingual. She does speak French. She spent <laughs> a, a little bit of time in a France. Croissant. Uh, the Armand Croissant but Club. An Armand Croissant Club right here in Bundaberg. In Bundy. Yes. It's what just is... hit off. Really, I stumbled upon this uh, Facebook uh, post. Someone said, hey, guys, we've just seen this new cafe open up in Sea Street Seashells. They, they do these amazing almond croissants. What a great idea. If people in Bundaberg, maybe they're new to the region, maybe they want to meet new faces, hmm. they get together and they all enjoy some almond croissants. They just get together and eat almond croissants. And I love almond croissants. I've eaten them in, in Melbourne, in, in France. Who's going to say no to an almond croissant unless you've got an allergy and you can enjoy some new faces in the area? Why, but why is it... I would even understand a croissant club. Like, that would even be something, but it's so... Almond croissants are just a delicacy. They just, they go to another level than the plain croissant does not. I reckon the members might be a bit flaky. (laughs) What do you reckon? Well, I see there's a little bit of trouble in C Street before we even had the first meeting. Well, because it's an almond croissant club, you're not going to be like, sorry, love, got to go out. I can't. I know I, this isn't the sausage look, roll club. Look work, I know that look you, work, I you can't, can't make, understand why I'd want to join this. Look but work. I can't make that meeting. I've got my arm and <laughs> croissant club meet. Look, sorry, love. I can't make dinner. Arm and croissant <laughs> well, club. Well, genuinely, they meet at 10 a.m. I think next Wednesday. So I might have to skip a few What's meetings so, for so it. You, so you have meetings. Mm, so the idea is that we set a date. We all meet up. But before we've Jesus. even got to that point, 
I think it's gotten too popular that we can't actually meet. There are 76 members already in the Arm and Croissant Club. The poor organiser, she Amazing. has been through the ringer. She has decided she cannot keep up with the amount of people that want to join this club. She's got COVID, um, oh. so she's had to take a bit of time off. She said, guys, we have to adjourn our first meeting. Now she's got guests that have decided to come to Bagara and to look after. So she's like, guys, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to delay the first meeting. Oh, the no. group is too much. The poor owner of the cafe is like, how am I going to make 76 almond croissants for one day? What if they are so delicious? We're going to have to take some home. And she's spending hours upon hours baking. So... I think I've done a bit of an issue here. I've talked about this so much. The club's not even going to exist because it's going to be 500 members. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Jules, while we were both away, something amazing happened. A millionaire was here in Bundaberg. The best things in life are free. But you can I give them to the saw this and, and I was shook. I was sitting, I was actually at the pub in Bowen. Yeah. So I was at a pub up in Bowen with my friends and my brother points at the screen and says, someone just won $1.6 million on the Kino at Bagara. Wait, you can see at another pub if there's a Kino when, screen. When there's a big win, it'll say what? on the Kino screen. And it says the location. Everywhere it says the location. It said Bagara. Well, it this... said Sandhill Sports Club Bagara. Oh, I saw this pop up on my Facebook feed and hundreds of people had liked this. Mate. The top story coming out of Bundaberg, a Bagara woman, $1.6 million in Kino. Yeah, and now I've, I've went and spoke to him. That's my local Sandhill Sports Club. Good yes, morning to the team there. Good morning. Good to see you. The, the new uh, pub, actually, not too far off completion. Oh, well, that will so get that, people that through the door. Oh, it's, it's looking pretty. But um, I, I asked about who the person was, and I won't reveal too much. Okay. But uh, from what I've heard, they're really, really nice people. So that's Aww, all that matters. Really, lovely. really nice people won $1.6 million. But no further information was revealed. I said, Yeah, they always I keep said, it anonymous, I don't said, they? Yeah, which makes sense. But I was like, All right, so it was a woman. Mm. Um, okay, can you tell me how old? Couldn't find out how old. I think she lives like, in Bagara. She lives. So, yeah. so that's the information I got. A mm. woman, no age, but lives in Bagara. Mm. And I thought to myself, Mm. Well, 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 I know a woman that lives in Bagara that I recently taught how to play Kino. Are you talking about me? Julia Greenhough. <laughs> Are you talking about me? Julia Greenhough, where no, is my I cut? have not won $1.6 million, I swear. You showed me how to play Kino. I was a little bit confused at first, yep. but I thought it was a fun right. little game. But, but you think, you think in your right mind you figured out a that I would have flown back Sports Club. to Bundaberg just to play a little bit of Kino and won $1.6 million? Can anyone call one triple three five three right now and <laughs> say where Jules was? Oh, look, no one can call. Jules is a millionaire, turns out. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Over the Easter break, I really went through a bit of transformation. I became the person that I hate the most in the world. What did you become? The person that has no self-control, the person that falls asleep anywhere. (sighs) Why do you... Why, what's your problem with the sleeping? This is my mum in a nutshell. Oh, we you're the coming mum. Oh, man. We were watching. We spent hours, you know, going through all the different streaming services. We decided finally on a series that we wanted to watch. Yeah. And then she immediately falls asleep at the start of the first two episodes. We well, get to the end of episode two and she goes, oh, don't turn it off. I said, mum, can you recap what happened in the first two hours? Well, maybe if you didn't watch a bloody documentary from <laughs> Western France's bloody history or something. Excuse me, it was a popular Netflix series, thank you very much. What was it? Uh, Anatomy of a Scandal. Oh. Yeah, sounds good, doesn't it? No. No. 
So why does this irk you so much? I don't understand. Why are you against sleeping? I don't. Well, I just think if you are tired enough that your eyelids are closing over as you're watching something, as you're trying to watch some entertainment, why not go to bed? Why not get yourself up, go to bed at an earlier time and not fall asleep while you're trying to do something that you're intended to watch? A lovely couch snooze is always good and it's about training yourself <laughs> on what you watch. So I always watch something I've seen before mm-hmm. if I know I'm feeling sleepy. So happy Gilmore, good mm-hmm. go to. You, go, you know you're going to fall asleep. Right. Well, I had to eat my words over the break because I have turned in to the ultimate fall asleeper. Julia. I not only did this once, not only twice, but three times. The first time was the first day of the break. It was Easter Thursday. Got on the plane from Bundy to Brisbane. Not even a far flight. I get a book out and I fall asleep. I jolt myself awake and the second time was when I was watching a movie and I was watching a movie because I couldn't finish the book because I kept falling asleep trying to watch the trying to read the book. Oh. So I'm there going, okay, it's fine, I'll just watch the movie. There was half an hour left of it. Guess who guess who gets nodding off and mum has to wake me up and say, Jules, you've fallen asleep for the movie. Oh, Julia. But Julia. that wasn't it. The third time we go to a musical in Melbourne, <laughs> Hamilton, <laughs> world renowned, America loves it, and I fell asleep before the interval. <laughs> And then I was just lying awake last night going, I can't fall asleep. If only I just put Hamilton on. And you put it back on. Jules, I am absolutely um, astounded at this. Mm. So you've gone away on two weeks break. People have probably gone. <laughs> she's probably had an amazing time. She's gone to Melbourne. And your big breaking news <laughs> is that you had a couple of naps on your holiday. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Good news for Cowboys fans. <laughs> Oh, yep. Get your hats on. Yeehaw! Giddy up. What's happening? Well, they're actually winning for a change, which is nice. So <laughs> Where are they in the ladder now? Fifth, fifth now. Exciting. And they, and they lost to the Warriors when they should have won. They lost by one point. And there was Look a, at the Warriors a now. game against the Bulldogs, which they only lost by two points. Bulldogs and Cowboys, of course, playing here in Bundaberg yes, in only a couple of months. Yeah, so uh, with those two games, they'd be up in like second place, I think. So, hey, look, they're going well. But some even better news is the club is expanding to involve the women's NRL team. Oh, yes. They've put forward the interest to anyway. So it will be put forth to the NRL. This is the CEO of the Cowboys, Jeff Rebel, having a chat about it. He spoke with uh, AB and Elliot from our Rush Hour yesterday. So there's six teams uh, in the 2022 competition for later this year. Uh, The NRL has said uh, that they'll consider expanding another two teams for 2023 and then another two teams for 2024. Uh, So what we did is we put up our hand to say that, yes, we'd like to be part of that. Uh, We put our submission in today. And and importantly, what it does, it shows that the club is ready to be able to incorporate uh, a national women's team into our operations. But not only at the elite level, we needed to show how we built pathways uh, across our footprint, the whole of North Queensland. And and that's on show with our our QRLW team, the, the North Queensland Toyota Gold Stars, where... You know, we've had eight of those young ladies represent now other NRLW teams. So it's showing that the pathway that we have put in place over the last three or four years in Cairns, Towns on Mackay and throughout all of our footprint is starting to be a fruition for us. So our understanding is we'll know by about a month's time at right. the end of May this year, we'll know that we can start 
looking for 2023. Mm, there you go. So that was Jeff Reibel there, the CEO of the North Queensland Toyota Cowboys. So on... two spots next year they're looking at opening up yeah, to teams. Yeah, so how the NRLW is working is they're going to have another small season later this year. Yep. So to, they need to make up time due to COVID. So they play out later on in the year season and then they'll be at the start of the 2023. They'll be that season. Mm-hmm. And so two new clubs introduced there. Mm. 2024, two new clubs. And the Cowboys have said, we want an NRLW team. So they put in like a bid for it. They put in a bid for it. They gotcha. put in their interest. They need to write up and say why they're a good set for it, why they fit in with the NRLW standards. And I think having eight players that are already playing in the NRLW yeah. is a massive draw card. So one month and we'll find out more information. So That's some- awesome. So the CEO is actually saying there's te- there's players who are from Townsville or from North Queensland yeah. who are essentially playing for different clubs. Now they can represent where they're from. Exactly Brilliant. right. So uh, some big news there and I'm feeling pretty damn optimistic. So Cowboys fans getting out and about around Bundy. Uh, look forward to a month's time. Hopefully some big news on the Cowboys NRLW hopes. JB and Jules Bundaberg in print. Taking you back over 100 years of Bundy News. This book is The Gift That Keeps On Giving. It's 110 years of real Bundaberg news stories. As reported by Newsmail and some poor sucker has put together all of these collations over the years. It's really cool. They've even got ads and stuff that used (laughs) to run in the newspaper. Like there's an ad that's in this that says, Transvestite Night Tonight at the Bundy (laughs) Hotel Disco on Key Street. So. Goals. For anyone who had fun, then that might give you a clue because if you play along in the car, try and have a guess of what year this story happened. I'm going to give you a headline. Jules, you've got to try and guess what the story was. I'll do my best. The headline is Petrol Price War Ends. <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't 2022, uh, that's for sure. She's still on. Uh, petrol Price War ended in 1962. Um, it was the battle between the Liberty and uh, the Bundy Petrol Station, that's what they were called. Uh-huh. And they were battling off, and one was one cent more. Oh. And, yeah, the public were just absolutely thrown off by that, so they decided to go yeah. to Liberty. Well, that was the real story, wasn't it? No, that wasn't. Um, The year, if you're playing along in the car, where this headline come from, was the year 1980. Ooh. Petrol price war ends. Bundaberg service station operators signed a truce and a three-year petrol price war was ended. This prompted that there was a bit of a range between how much uh, people could pay. Yep. And it sort of made this truce that they'd all be on a level playing field. There was a bit of upset of how high the fuel prices may get to. How did it get to? Can you have a a guess at what what the fuel prices would have been (laughs) at at 1980? Oh, 50 cents. People were furious because they could have been paying up to 39 cents. Oh, that's close. Oh, my God. Imagine that. <laughs> I'd love those prices what today. I wouldn't give to 39 cents a oh litre on goodness. petrol. Looking back over Real News Stories, Bundaberg Imprint back next week on Triple M. They're different, but they're ours. Yeah! JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. So I got a message, well, a phone call yesterday, and give us a buzz on one triple three five three. If you got this call as well, what but, was the call? <clears throat> did you get a message? It was a phone call out of Western Queensland, which was a bit confusing to start with. Right, uh, Georgetown. Nope, never. So a fixed line <laughs> called me yesterday afternoon from Georgetown. And you picked it up, not knowing who it could be. Yeah, I thought it was a telemarketer. Normally I'll answer them and say, take me off the call list. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the end of it. But um, I answered it and it said, hi, this is a survey 
for the um, AEC or something like that. Oh, election time. <clears throat> yeah, it's election time. So it went through, it actually had specific details. It went, your local members running uh, this, 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 and this. And this went is through, your electorate. Yeah, 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 yeah. It went through all of Keith Pitt, Jack Dempsey, went mm-hmm, through all mm-hmm. of the potential. All the candidates? All the potential leaders, all the candidates at the moment. And I went, all right, this sounds legit. It asked me my age range. Uh, they want to know who you're voting for already. Yeah, and then it said, it asked, it said, um, which party did you vote for? In the last federal election, gotcha. press one for this, press two for this, press three for this. And I, so I went along with it. It's a little game. Start answering it. <laughs> I went, all right, I'll do the quiz. I actually liked it because I've never been a part of one of these quizzes. But then it got a bit weird. It started talking um, in particular about uh, Jack Dempsey, who's running as an independent. Okay. It started saying, uh, do you know much about Jack Dempsey? And I said, yes. Yep, and then yep, it said, man. well, did you know he's doing this and this? And went on a blurb about all the things that he's done. That he's done and that he's doing. And his And then it said, right. now that you've heard about this, would yes. you be more likely to vote? So uh, it got Did me... they do that for all the other candidates? It was said, it a really long that, thing? That was the weird thing. There was nothing about any of the other candidates in that spiel. It mentioned them throughout the survey part. So it was a survey yeah. surrounding it. But in the middle, it was a fair ad. It sounds like... For the ta- independent. It's a sneaky do you think it's marketing a, do you, for Jack, I reckon. Do you think it's an ad or do you think... It I, sounds like it because otherwise you'd have to represent all of them, right? Fair and equal opportunity. That's what we're always... And preach, you'd be like, so. oh my God, how am I listing for? There's seven candidates. Oh, now there's six. But I don't know. Do you think that works? I felt a little bit tricked. Yes, <laughs> I would feel tricked too. I was like, this is a fun game. Oh, hang on. This is an ad for Jack. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.